For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. You're listening to SB Nation at the Super Bowl. I'm Gina Thomas coming to you live from Radio Row at Super Bowl 54, and I am joined by one of my favorite colleagues in the Atlanta media, D. Orlando Ledbetter from the Atlanta from the Atlanta Journal Constitution. D. Led, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great, Gina. How are you? Thanks for having me. Thank you for stopping by. I'm so excited. So obviously, we're coming off of. What ended up being a down season for the Falcons, but things did start to turn around after the bye, and they've implemented some coaching changes, especially on defense. And I'm curious your take on that and what impact you think that will have as they head into the 2020 season. Yeah, I, I'm I'm waiting to see what they do personnel-wise because they're in kind of a bind. Uh, they need people to get healthy again, which is always the case, and while needing to improve their depth. Uh, defensively, uh, I think Coach Morris has the ear of the team. They're going to do exactly what he tells them to do. Uh, no ifs, ands, and buts about it. The cornerback play has to get better. The pass rush has to get better. I like the linebackers. I don't know if you could bring um, all of them back, though. If Devondre Campbell can make it back some kind of way, that would certainly help the unit. tax got to get healthy. Uh, and they got to find a defensive end in the draft because I think Vic Beasley is going to be walking. I think that he probably will be walking, and especially after he ended up with, you know, almost another double-digit sack season. Um, it is really interesting when you're looking at the Falcons' cap situation right now and the players they need to resign. and one of the guys who's on everybody's minds is obviously Austin Hooper. What's your prediction for what happens there? They're going to try to get something done, but the market is uh, robust <laughs> Yes, uh, for a tight end of his stature. I could see something, and uh, I've... I've seen this a couple places or heard it where he goes and they get hunter henry mm-hmm. the chargers tight end for a little bit less um he's a better tight end than hooper no hooper probably doesn't think so but he stays hurt uh so you know he's had um some injury problems in san diego uh they might be ready to move on uh but i i don't see how the falcons um you know could put ten thousand ten million dollars on hooper when they have the problems that they have on the up up front on the line and on, on the defense. And that's just kind of an ongoing conversation with this team. For as long as I can remember, we've been saying they need to add a pass rusher this offseason. And we say it year after year. And no matter who they bring in, doesn't seem to pan out. And they need to fix the offensive line. You know, they need to get tougher in the trenches. I feel like it's the same narrative every offseason. You know, what do you think is the linchpin to finally solving those problems? Well, um, 
I think, you know, when you do the draft history, they've done a poor job of drafting defensive and offensive linemen. They just have. I mean, the record's there. It's no reason for sugarcoating it. And uh, when they draft the linemen last year, I said, what did y'all do differently? And they were offended by the question, but <laughs> they needed to do something different. I know who picked Lamar Holmes and Peter Kahn's, uh He's still in the building, but he's not on the player-picking side. Uh, you know, they got new scouts, uh, Phil Emery and some general managers. So they had some different people involved, and the coaches were more involved. That's what they kind of ended up telling me after they were offended. Uh, <laughs> but um, the coaches, I don't know if I really want the coaches picking players when I got scouts following the players around all year long. Right. That's who should be picking the players. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, if the coach approves, yeah. I mean, but if the coach is vehemently opposed against that player, then no, don't take him. But um, whatever their process is, it needs to be fixed. Um, uh, it's it, they, they definitely flipped it from the earlier rebuild, from uh, the Peter Cosmaros Holmes rebuild to now. But they still need um, – that's just too much. The quarterback's getting hit too much. He's too old. He doesn't need to be getting uh, sacked 48 times and – you know, and all those quarterback hits. So they got to fix that. They do need to fix it. And we're nearing what is likely the end of, you know, Matt Ryan and Julio Jones prime. So it really heading into the season, I was a little bit surprised that they retained Dan Quinn and Thomas Dimitrov. Um, I understand why they did it, but I was still surprised after the, after the season that they had. How short of a leash do you think those two have going into this season? Well, I know the owner didn't want to pay three years, which is what they're under contract for. Maybe two is, is okay. I don't know. But, um, you know, when you took a step back, and he took a step back, and I'm going to talk to him here in, in, um, in, a, in a little while, uh, you know, who was going to fix this mess? Yeah. There was nobody out there that was going to come in and fix the, fix the team. Uh, Mike McCarthy wasn't going to do it. He's going to want his own people. It's going to be a rebuild. It's going to start over. Yeah. So they think they're further enough down the road to where they don't have to tear it down. Sure. So so who was going to fix it? People in the room who made the mess <laughs> are, are getting a chance to fix it. So uh, Coach Dan, is, and what his, his, his track record is there now. He's got five years of wild streaks. Yes. Wow, just all over the board. Boom, seven and one, eight and eight. Yeah. Well, last year, one and seven, <laughs> seven and nine. You know, the year before that, he starts one and four, rallies to seven and nine. He can't start slow again. And, uh, yeah, they're not going to be allowed to start slow again. He's got to figure out whatever he had going. Uh, when he started seven and one, and when he finished uh, last year, whatever that was, he needs that for sixteen games. <laughs> he does absolutely. So, looking at this Super Bowl matchup, obviously, you and I are both very familiar with several people on the 49ers side of things. Um, what's your expectation for this game on Sunday? Oh, I think it's. Um, I'm, I'm going back a little bit. One of my first Super Bowls was here in Miami. And uh, I covered the Chargers, and they upset the Steelers, and they were calling it Blitzburg. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, and then they came here and just got absolutely ran out of the stadium <laughs> by the 49ers. So I don't think this 49ers team is going to get ran out of the stadium, but I do think the Chiefs have too much firepower for them. And I just can't. I've been trying to come up with different ways to cover them all week. Um and, and I just keep coming up to one thought. I just keep seeing Richard Sherman chasing Tyreek Hill down the field. So, so, and then if 
if they then they put a safety on top, and then I see Travis Kelsey just killing him in the middle. Yep. And then Damon Williams just coming up. It's Coach Andy's got a fabulous offense. I'm just gonna enjoy watching them on Sunday, and uh, you know maybe Kyle can get back and exercise the demons another year. I don't think this is the year for him. Yeah, to I get think rid of it. this Chiefs team is gonna be really really hard to beat. Well, Led, thank you so much for joining me today. This was a lot of fun. Let my listeners know where they can find you online. They can find me online uh, at DOrlandoAJC on Twitter. Uh, you know, everything is uh, links to our account at the AJC, AJC.com. And on Facebook, our Atlanta Falcons News Now page. We put everything on there and try to uh, do some commentary and put a little videos and so forth on that page also. So thanks for having me, and I really appreciate you letting me uh, tell your readers or your listeners where they can read our stuff at. Thank Absolutely. You. Well, yeah, thanks for stopping by. Enjoy Miami. Live it up, and I will talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you.